Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Once again, into Radio Harambe. I am Dave McBride, joined this week by Safari Mike. Mike, how are you? Jumbo Dave, how are you? We are here at the Radio Harambe Studios, Mike, and it is Bring Your Child to Work Day here at Radio Harambe. So if you hear a screaming child in the background, um, that's just one of the uh, marketing people brought their kid in. And they, they get a little... <laughs> And then there's also some, one of the... One it's of funny, the... I hired a marketing person. Uh, well, there you go. So one of, and one of these people, uh, one of the people who uh, do the editing uh, work, they brought their dog in. So you may hear some of that there. Anyway, that explains any potential issue we may have. We are uh, going to go th- in this show. It's a special show. No news. We're actually going to do an all-news show next week as we begin to experiment with some changes to the format of the show. Um, that helps to relieve the pressure of trying to um, edit these shows in uh, timely fashions, which has been difficult for me. But uh, we're going to do an all-news show coming up in not-too-distant future, because we do have a lot of news to catch up mm-hmm. on. We haven't done news in a while. Um, but as promised, last week we discussed how we were going to do our wish list for... 2016 at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Now, this is something of a tradition now. This is the second annual wish list for Radio Harambe. We did it's this. It's the third. It's the third, is it? We Did we do exactly the same way the first year, too? Yes, we did. All right. So the third annual wish list. And how this works is it's a 3-2-1. Basically, we're allowed to choose three what we would call little things. I would say, um, you know, not much budget to it. Uh... Uh, you know, maybe small little additions here and there, that kind of thing. Uh, then two medium things, mm-hmm. and then uh, which you, which you'll get an idea about this in more a little bit. And then one big thing. And to give you a better idea of what we mean by this, let's go over last year's. Oh, oh, and we also get one for all of Walt Disney World, don't we? That's true. I forgot to prepare that one, so I'll have to think of that as we go. <laughs> um, okay, so what we did last year, and this is a good way to kind of score how we did, uh, the little things, I my three were, I wanted the spice cake to come back. Fail. Mm-hmm. Fail. I, I wanted to keep the park frozen free. That's a win. I guess. I mean, That's there's a, a little kiosk that has frozen. That's a win. It's well, a win. I mean, there was never going to be point. a frozen ride. So, I mean, that's like... What are you talking about? Of course there could be a frozen ride. Not the Animal Kingdom. Mike, they put Avatar in the Animal Kingdom. They can put Frozen in the Animal All Kingdom. Right, move on. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. So, I'm calling that a point. <laughs> and apology, a sincere apology to hyenas. I'm going to give myself a quarter point on that because... And actually, I may not be able to give an entire point because... We're, we're, Disney's Junior, yeah, is producing a show called uh, The well, Lion Guard, right? Where hyenas are still the bad guys, okay, but not all of them. So we're sort of making a, a little bit of a, you know, we're trying to correct that a bit. I haven't watched The Lion Guard yet. Is that so? That was a yeah, guy, hyena. All we're right. trying to correct that a little bit. So I'm going to call that a quarter point. I think you're stretching it there, but go ahead. That's a quarter point to quarter point. Uh, okay, so Mike wanted uh, Harambe Market to be at least half African-inspired. You definitely point. won that. That's definitely a point, yeah. yeah. Um, add a cat species. Nope. nope. And more attraction-specific merchandise. I'd say you didn't get that either. No, I didn't get that. So, so far you're down a quarter point. Now, having said that, no, th- two years ago... yeah. One of my little things was I wanted Pizza Fari to have, um, you know, change, you know, go for yeah. you know, fresh made pizzas and stuff, which they right. did do this year. 
doesn't count. But I asked for it in 2014. You so didn't I get just, it, so so right. still still you're down by. So a I don't get point. a point, even though it was two years. No, all right, no. Uh, medium things. I asked for baboons in Harambe. Didn't happen. And a new bar in Africa, indoor sit-down bar specifically. Didn't get that either. No, but again. I got I got a bar. You got a bar, but you're going to get another sit-down bar next year, so you're a year too early. This is true, but Kinda I didn't like get it. Pizza Fari thing, but go ahead. But do I get a, a quarter point? I don't for get the, a quarter point for Pizza Fari. So but but get? but what about the tr- what about the the, the bar in? Uh, oh, I oh, specifically said I specifically said Africa. You, you so, said, okay. it, well, no, that you said a sit-down lounge. Is what I, you were looking right, for. right, right. Uh, Mike wanted a botanical gardens at Rafiki's. Didn't happen. Small dinosaur exhibit with bones, etc. That also didn't happen. No, and our but you said. get an idea of where we're going here. So now we're up to things that cost some money to do. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and then the big thing I wanted us to I wanted the Animal Kingdom to level Rafiki's Planet Watch, though I do love it, and turned it into Australia. That obviously didn't happen. And Mike wanted the Jungle Book Dark Ride. Nope. That didn't happen. And for Walt Disney World, the greater Walt Disney World, Mike wanted Blizzard Beach to become frozen. (laughs) I'm surprised that didn't happen. I thought for sure that'd be a winner. And you see where we're going. (laughs) How Frozen sort of occupied our time back then. Uh, I wanted no more Frozen added to the parks in 2016. Did I get that? Was this post the Maelstrom Uh, announcement? Let me see. Yes, I think it was. I so think it was I, 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 I killed you last year, basically. No, because destroyed. there has been more Frozen. They're now doing a another stage show at Hollywood Studios, so you have failed. But is it open? Oh, yeah, it's open. Yeah, sure. It opened before the end of 2016? Yeah, sing-along is going along uh, swimmingly. When did it open? How long Well, ago? they brought it back, so I think you lose. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you lose. I have to look into that and see where we you are. You go right ahead. Oh, and also, yeah. Well, I guess it doesn't count, but they're putting in a new Frozen State Show at Disney's California Adventure. It's not open yet. And that that absolutely doesn't count. All right. No, all right. I don't go to California. All right, all right. So not yet, anyway. Not yet. This year. So anyway, let's move on to this year's wish list. While I really try to think about what I want to do. For my final one, but while Mike goes on and starts talking about one of the other ones, I have time to think about it. So uh, let's discuss um, <laughs> the little ones. I will go first. All right. Um, let's see what order I want to do these in. I'll I'll stay kind of with a theme um, that of things that I don't want to see happen, like I did last year. And I would say that I want this is this is I think this is a layup. This is just me trying to get a point to win. Um, I want Star Wars free zone in Animal Kingdom. I don't want to see any Star Wars anything come into the. And the reason why I say that is but because of that's going to be true. But the reason why I say that is because we all know, Mike, that Disney tends to go a little overboard. Actually, more than a little overboard, a lot overboard <laughs> with successful films. This is cheating. With successful films. All right. And I could only imagine that as the year goes on, as we begin to ramp up towards the next Star Wars film, which may not have the quite the buzz this one had, as we start to sell Blu-rays in the park, and all these things, that this could end up being everywhere down there. Because it is, it is right now, and will maintain to be Disney's biggest film ever. So... Well, isn't it? It must be Disney's biggest it's film. It's Disney's biggest yeah, yeah. film ever. So... Frozen was nowhere near the biggest film ever. This is almost going to be the biggest film of all time, and yet we had Frozen plastered all over everything and everyone last year. So I just don't want that to happen to Star Wars. So my first one is an easy one to get, but I I just want to make sure that everybody knows that despite the fact that I am a Star Wars fanatic and I am totally in the pocket of Lucasfilm at this point, with the last film being just phenomenal. We all heard me drone on about this. I do not want to see that come to Animal Kingdom in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't belong. I don't want little... I don't want Wookiees showing up on Discovery Island. I just don't want it. So let's stay away from that. And what's your first one? First of all, I think it's a little unfair to say that Frozen was nowhere near the biggest Disney movie of all time. No, I said the biggest movie of all time. All right, so also, also not fair to say that. It's in the top ten of all time. Oh, I, 
but it wasn't nine. okay. And what did it make? It made. I just googled it while we were talking yeah, here. It, it made one point two seven billion worldwide, which is less than half of what Avatar made. So my, it's in the top ten. That what I'm a- saying, Mike, is it is nowhere near the biggest <sighs> film of all time. It was <laughs> top ten. It wasn't even halfway to the biggest film of all time. This one in Star Wars, from what I'm, from what I'm understanding now, Star Wars probably won't beat Avatar. I don't think it will. Which is which is which is fascinating because it it, it comes to it'll probably come in second. It'll probably overtake Titanic. It come yeah. It, I think. I it's think, got like another billion. Well, no, it no, it doesn't. It has less than a billion, but it's, it's worldwide. It's a billion and de- or internationally a billion, and it's what nine hundred million domestic or eight fifty something like that. For what? What are you? Eight hundred million domestic. It takes. What it's made so far? Yeah, yeah. In the country, it's closing in on two billion worldwide. Right. So it'll probably get it over hasn't a hit little bit yet. over two billion. And what was Avatar two point seven? Two point seven something. Yeah. yeah. From what I rem- from what I'm gathering, and this is the fast. I don't want to get too far off the rails on this, right. but. Um, it doesn't have the the historical appeal in China, and and right. so um, Avatar was Avatar being a brand new property translated better there than this does because if you go see the film, if you go see this film, Mike, I mean it's a phenomenal film, but if you've never seen. Any of the other six films, right? Certainly, if you've never seen the original trilogy, mm-hmm. there's—I think there's a lot you probably wouldn't get. Certainly, a lot of jokes you wouldn't get. So, some of the funny isn't there because of that. You know, a few here and there you don't quite understand, sure. and they don't explain to you who Princess Leia is. No, they do not. They don't explain to you why Han Solo and or why. No, he's... if you've never seen any, you have no idea why everybody's screaming when he walks it. You know, exactly. Julie, we're home bit. Yeah, exactly. So I can see why. Now knowing that, I, I you know, I, I originally thought that this was going to blow past Avatar. It probably won't. It will not because Avatar had a staying power in China that this won't have. Also, there's a weird um, rule. About foreign films in China, I think they can only play for show for four or five weeks. Uh, well, all right. So it's got to do it now, or it's not going to do it. And it's only just released in China, like in January. Correct, I believe that is correct. Yeah, so it's only halfway there. But anyway, not to get too far off the, this the is cheating, rails. Though. Let's why get back is it, to this. Why is it cheating? Because there's no way there's going to be Star Wars. In That's that the most ridiculous thing I've ever All right, heard fine. you say. Then mine is going to be, I, I will No, you no, have your list. Go no ahead. Song of the South attraction. Nah, That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. God, what's your first one? All right, I will do a For, little bit of, I'll give a gimme here. First of all, let's just say this is not a competition. It was oh, never. You make in- it a competition. No, but that's you fine. did. It's never intended to be a Go competition. Go back and listen to last year's and you make it a competition. But anyway. <laughs> See, I don't listen to any of them. Um, I went back to last year just to see what we actually picked. But anyway, right. I'm going to say because it's gone, and this is kind of a gimme, I can't imagine we're going to go for the next 12 months and not put something in the Anteater exhibit. So I just hope they put something cool and interesting in the Anteater exhibit. My preference is going back to like a small cat, like a ocelot or something like that. But my first one is they put something fun in the Anteater exhibit that's now currently empty. It has to be fun. It's important that everybody hears that. He said fun in the Anteater exhibit. Well, so if I mean, they put like a a plant, right. does they that constitute as fun? Not, but it, that, does a turtle be, constitute as fun? Sure, it depends on the turtle. Depends but, on the turtle. Okay. Well, I think it's probably be fun. Well, if they put something in there next year... <laughs> And for Mike listening a year from now, this is a message specifically for you because you will be listening to this and Dave won't. Uh, remind Dave that we're going to have a poll on Twitter to see if the animal in that exhibit is, in fact, considered fun. I will do that. In fact, as soon as the as soon as they're well, anyway. So that's my first one. I like that one. A that's new a animal good. in the oasis where the anteater is. Which has been empty for too long. But uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's my uh, second one. This one, I think I'm going to lose. Actually, I think the next two, I'm not. I'm, I'm really... They're easy, but I'm shooting for the moon. Um, what I do not want to see, because I think as we get through to the end of this year, we're going to have a lot more information on what we're going to get in Avatar. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get a lot more. I just hope that nowhere in Avatar 
on any of the rides or any of the attractions is the story retold in 15-minute format. For instance, I don't want the sort of story structure that you find in the new Little Mermaid or in the Finding Nemo attraction. You know what I mean? Where all we do is just try to squeeze in the major plot points into one 15-minute whatever ride or or walkthrough or what have you. I, I, I want this to be treated, I want Pandora to be treated as a place that you're visiting. And that's it. I don't want it to be I don't want a studio's quality tour, you know. I don't. I don't want that. I don't want a retelling of the story in in the in the rides because I don't think that fits. Mm-hmm. It hardly fits the way it is. <laughs> but if you make it as as like a safari of Pandora, then right. it fits. Okay, two things I'll say about that. Are you, I don't want to interrupt you. You're done. Yeah, and, and there's a couple of different ways you could you, you can think about that. Like the boat ride, could that be sort of a minor retelling of the love story and stuff? I just hope that's not there. And could we have there's a love story? Uh, yeah, it was, it was Pocahontas, Mike. Pocahontas oh, is a I love suppose. story. Yeah, um, and and even the 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 e ticket, the mm-hmm. flight thing. Yeah, um, that could very well be. You're just sort of dropped into the battle scene. In Avatar, and I just hope it's not that. I hope it's like a, like a Soren thing where you're flying over Pandora. If you you know you're not you know you're not being chased by the humans shooting at you. I mean that would just be ridiculous. Right. So and I, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to say one thing, two things here. <clears throat> Number one is you're almost assuredly correct. There is well, no never way they're doing a retelling of the story. Nobody cares about Avatar. That's why they're not doing oh, it. See. See, this is where you're wrong. No, uh, this is the thing. Cares Mike, about Avatar. Name name one character from Avatar. It doesn't name <sighs> one character. What Quote we have, one line. What we have learned today, from what I just told you today, earlier today. Okay. Avatar is in the Far East, an incredibly don't don't talk yet. An incredibly <laughs> large, okay, uh, film, and it means everything. And that is a big constituency that comes to Animal Kingdom. No, it's not. So, but it will be once Avatar happens. No, if that was true, then they'd put put Avatar Land in Shanghai Disney or Tokyo Disney. I mean, no. we're not talking about those no. parks. We're talking about no. Florida, where you Mike, don't you get a large think- European uh, uh, group, a large Brazilian and South American group. You don't get a lot of ask Asian you, tourists. Ask, not like Disneyland. Oh, sure you do. Ask no, yourself. Not but, like okay, that. so ask yourself this question. Why I'm agreeing with you, by the way, but go ahead. Why did they spend this much money to open up this can of worms with James Cameron and Avatar? Do you think that Bob Iger really thought when he made this deal that this was the biggest film in, the, in America and everybody in the U.S. wanted to see this? Do you really think that? I don't know, or do you I don't think know what you're he, asking. What I'm, or do you think he thought to himself, this opens us up into avenues of tourism to Disney, to Florida, that we don't have now because it opens up the entire uh, eastern, you know, Far East market to travel here now. And uh, that this is what we're going to put on our signs because you have the Magic Kingdom over there now. You have it close, but what you don't have is Pandora. Right. And but, you have to fly here to see that. Right. But what I think, I, I don't necessarily think that they are thinking, all right, now this is going to track a large. Asian tourist channel or, or, you know, funnel Asian tourists into Florida. But what I do think and what they did say at the time was um, when they announced Avatar that there is a strong possibility that Avatar will be put into those Asian parks. Well, and maybe they will. And and I, I'm, not, I'm not disputing that. I just don't feel Avatar... Has it been announced so far, right? No, it has not been announced. Yeah. But, when, but when they bought the rights and they made the announcement they did say I'd have to go back and look at the exact words but they did say that this is not just for Florida they did say well, that you would hope right so and you know the plan is to open it you know otherwhere which obviously to me would be um, the Asian parks that you know the Shanghai Disney at or, some point etc well, et maybe yeah I mean I guess it could be the Disney Studios too or whatever uh, there's or really at- no room for California at this point but it's neither here nor there um, Europe well, I said Disney Paris. The, the, you did? Oh, yeah, I thought, yeah, the, I the studio. Because the, yep. the, the studio is a disaster there. But um, 
But it's just, you know, we've talked about this at nauseum. I don't want to beat a dead horse. But Avatar just doesn't have the cultural impact that Star Wars or Harry Potter and a lot of stuff. Here. Because here. Right. Which is why there, I don't think there is any way in H-E double toothpicks that they are going to put <laughs> you can say a, home, Mike. a story-based attraction. Like, you know, let's see the, you know, the whatever. Good. The, the, you know, I can't imagine for the life of me I hope so. that they would do that. And plus, Joe Rody has kind of said it's really about the planet, not the, the movies. I hope so, but things go awry. But the second point is, you're not going to know that this year because the park is not going to open up, so you're not going to win this one. Well, that's that's probably true. because they're not going to. I mean, unless they soft open like it. No, but you may. But but I would imagine by the end of the year, if they are going to do that, we would know that. You would it's hear possible. you would hear that in 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 you know at D twenty three or something. It's possible they'll tell you that. I fact. mean, we did know a lot about, for example, the Snow White coast course in the months leading up. So it's possible, and we knew about the, the voyage of the Little Mermaid. But you're not going to know for it for years. sure. <laughs> you're probably not going to know it for sure though until it opens. That's for sometime in two thousand seventeen. So, so what's your second one, Dave? Again, this is a little one. Um, it is. Mm. <laughs> This is quite little. Um, I good. We've talked about the um, the days, you know, the special days at the Animal Kingdom a lot on uh, you know in the news segment of our show. I would really like to see a, a couple more of those. I'd like to see them add not just Rhino Day, not just um, you know or whatever Bat Day or Tiger Day or Big Cat Day, but I'd also like them to. I'd like to see like days based upon something more topical than animal. Like I would say, I'd like I the couple of ones I had here was Big Game Hunting Day, where they have like a little thing about in Rafiki's Planet Watch talking about the, the terribleness of big game hunting. I yeah. know that's a big, that's a big topic now this with year, this yeah, guy in Minnesota sure. yeah, and all sure. that kind of stuff. Um, or perhaps um, you know pollination, you know honeybees and stuff like that. What a, what a problem that is. I'd like to see a day or two like that. So that is my next one. And that's a good one, and I like that. And I think that's it's small. Uh, yeah, it's small. That's the spirit of the three little things. Right. Uh, my final little thing is, and um, I'm not I'm not sure what my chances are on this one, but uh, we all know the 28 in Main line of clothing. Yes, I just got an Adventures right? Club shirt from there. Mike has a wonderful Adventures Club shirt from there, and a Mr. Toad hat. And I think that, <laughs> and a Mr. Toad hat. I think that in the next year. I would like to see Disney add some of those sort of real cool, nostalgic attraction or even storyline-based things um, from the Animal Kingdom to the 28 in Maine. I would like to see maybe, uh, you know, uh, the Anandapur Rail. Oh, that's I like that. Or, um, you like know, that one. even something from Chester and Hester, that kind of thing. You know what I'm getting at? I do. I like that one. There, there's actually a few... Um, there's a few that you can't buy online. Like there's a King Louis one, that's kind of in that spirit. But they do have a few of them. Yeah, Anandapur Law. Uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the Royal Anandapur yeah. Tea Company. Sure. Or Chester. I'd love to see Chester and Hester something or other. That'd be great. Chester and Hester's lends itself great to that retro feel. I mean, perfect. Yeah. Well, they all do. I mean, yep. even the you know the yep. ones you mentioned. You know, there's a couple of Harambe. Like some of those, for example, some of those posters that you see in Harambe. Perfect. That's, make, that's exactly where I'm would going. Make with good, it. good shirts. Would make great shirts. Yeah. And I think they. I want them to bring the. We animal can't do that in our Zazzle store, can we? Eventually, but uh, we're, we're, we'll get there. Uh, it just takes a lot more work for me well, to do it than let them. Me, let me ask you this: yeah. if if you do do that in the Zazzle store, does that count as a win? I mean, yes, kind of. <laughs> so no, it's got to be twenty eight. Not fair. Right, I don't think 28. I'm going to get this, but it's my hope because I like this line. What I've seen, I don't own any of it. They but seem what to I've be seen, popular. They seem to be popular. I like it. I like the direction they go. I think this is the the direction that Disney fans right. Want to go? I mean, I'm sure the regular park go- pop goer still wants a blue tie dyed shirt that says 2016 across the bottom of it. I understand that, but um, the real sort of dyed in the wool Disney fans want stuff like this. And I, and I and I understand why we start with the big ones, mm-hmm. Mr. Toad and the Adventurers Club. But I mean, the Adventurers Club is for big. the serious Disney fan. Sure, you know that's a big seller, right? So, and I think something like, you know. The Anandapur Rail or something like that would also be for the serious Disney fan. Anyway, your final little one. I have two written here, so I'll just I'm gonna have to pick well, one here. Yeah, I'm gonna go with this one. is what I'm gonna go with. Um, 
We've seen this referenced recently in a couple of spots, and that is the Society of Explorers and Ventures. Yeah, we have. S-E-A-C. Um, we've seen it at the Skipper Canteen. They have like a secret right. room where you can dine in. Uh, apparently, Jock Lindsay's in Disney Springs has a reference to it. Um, and for those who don't know, it's also referenced in the Tower of Terror in Tokyo Disney Sea. It's uh, Lord Hightower is a member of the Society of Adventure of Explorers and Adventures, and Lord Mystic from Mystic Point at Hong Kong Disney is also a member of this pretend society. Um, I would like to see some sort of reference at Disney's Animal Kingdom of SEA. I like it. I don't know I don't, where. Maybe know in the where new either. Nomad Lounge, which I guess we'll talk about. That a would be more. perfect for it. It'd be perfect. Yeah, stay like stay tuned to the next episode for that. But there's a <laughs> there's a new lounge coming. But some, that, that's a perfect spot for it. I don't know if you could do it in Avatar Land. I really I don't think so. You could even make the Nomad Lounge like part of the that that be part of the backstory of it. Sure, you could. You know. I'd like to see some reference to SEA. Cool, easy enough. So can we move on to the mediums now? Sure, why not? Okay, let me see if I want to pick which one I want to pick here. Okay. I mentioned this already in a previous podcast. Um, So I'm going to mention it again here because I like the idea. I would like to see them, especially with the introduction of Rivers of Light and later crowds, I would like to see them take a few of, if not all of, the carnival games, Chester and Hester's, and turn them into... Uh, food stands, carnival treats, you know, things like that. F- places you can eat there for the crowds going over to the Rivers of Light and to that side of the of the lagoon. Specialty hot dogs? Hot dogs. I mean, I, what I wrote down here was sort of, you know, uh, a, a one, one kiosk of like carnival treats. Like, sure. you know, funnel cakes right. and popcorn and that kind of crap. And then... Some entree stuff. Specialty hot dogs is a great idea. Uh, maybe you can do some sort of, um, you know, uh, cheesesteaks. Okay, some, that's good. You know, or something like that. Uh, I would say pizza, but they can't make pizza there. Um, but something like that. Something that kind of fits that carnival side, but a little nicer than that. So, you know, so yes, we can get French fries, but let's get French fries that have some things on them that are, that are nice. Right. Uh, maybe this is a great place for those waffle sandwiches to make a show. Let's go. You know, that kind of thing. Some place where people can eat there because the games just aren't who cares necessary. Um, and it'll flow some people into that area. And it's a good open spot to use for those who are sitting there at rivers of light. Um, and so I would like to see that happen. Kind of an update of the Chester and Hester's to okay. go on. You can keep the big one, the you know, the big game in the middle just to have that look. That too. You can keep one of them just to keep that look. But I think that the carnival show, the you know, the um the Triceratops and the roller coaster, it's enough to keep that sort of carnival feel. Let's put some funnel cakes in there. Yeah, I mean funnel cakes is carnival too. Yeah, that's what I mean. Let's put some Absolutely. funnel cakes. In. Yeah. I, I like that one. I like that one. So that's where I would go with that. You got a shot at that one. Uh, the one, uh, the first one I'm going to go. Uh, and I'll stick with the Rivers of Light here. I want to see them do a bring back Harambe nights in a kind of Rivers of Light dinner package kind of deal going on for the Rivers of Light for two hundred eighty nine dollars. Bring back the African garb, Mickey and Minnie. To, you know, do all that kind of stuff. You know. Harambe Nights was a huge deal. You had that party atmosphere going on. I'd love to see some kind of dinner package with um, Harambe, with the Rivers of Light. Incorporate that, and you know, be able to do the kind of uh, thing that they did at Harambe Nights. Because if you remember, Harambe Nights was sort of built around a show. In this case, it was the Festival of the Lion, right. Lion King show. So and the 20th that, anniversary of the release right. of the film. 20 or 25? I 20th. guess it was 20, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of and now we'll do Rivers of Light instead. I like it. So that would be my first medium one. Little sort of side tangent. When Rivers of Light we think is going to open probably April, right? Begin Around then? That would be my guess. Okay. Over under I've on heard when the first Earth dessert Day. party is announced. Uh, wait, say they get now. It's we're gonna assume it's opening April. Let's say if it opens April, b- b- April 1st, okay, somewhere around there. All right, how long after the opening before we get our first announcement of a dessert party, or will it be even will it be even before the opening that we get our first so dessert party announcement on day one? 
I don't think they'll do it day one, but I'll say by Memorial Day. By Memorial Day. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they they love their dessert Once parties. Once the summer so. season comes around, they'll, they'll start to try to bleed people dry. Yeah, and that's what they're good for. Okay, so um, am I up? I'm up. Yeah, you're up. Okay, my second one is one that I know I'm not going to get. So just like I kind of grabbed one at the beginning there, I'm giving one away here. Um, I would like to see Disney and Disney's Animal Kingdom make a serious investment into the... uh, How do I say this? Into the... uh, Getting the word out on conservation. Pick an issue, whatever it may be. Uh, ivory poachers, whatever it might be. Uh, that's a good one. Pick an, pick an issue, get behind it, put advertisements, put, you know, use your, your characters, use your people, whoever it may be, to get them on. ABC during the Super Bowl, if you have to, or whatever it might be, uh, get them on Disney Junior. Start seriously taking a real um, role, a major role in the dissemination of information, getting the word out on conservation. Because nobody can do it like Disney can do it. Disney has so many platforms. They have so many great reasons to do it. They can turn this into an ad for their park at the same time or for their lion guard or all these other things. Um, Make a serious – and I I don't mean you know, if you buy a Twix bar at the Lion King show in in Broadway, they'll donate 20 cents to conservation. I don't mean that. I mean a real advertising campaign about conservation in some way, shape, or form. I think the poaching thing is probably the one that will get most people on board. Be poaching or maybe but climate change is like a big climate change. Topic well, now. yes, yeah, that, and that's that's something too um, that you could you could do. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to okay. get into specifics about it. All right. I just I just think that outside of the park and even inside the park, I think they should make that a more important message in their everyday sort of. You know, message to the public. Let me ask you this. Yes. Would a Disney Channel Sunday night two-hour special about climate change, let's say, would that satisfy your request? Absolutely. Okay. Because that's a serious investment. That costs a million dollars to make that. But a Disney nature (laughs) movie every Earth Day is not good enough for you? Is that what... I guess it's not really no, about a specific it, issue, but exactly it is. But I don't. But it get it only gets to a limited group of people. Uh, the movie first, and I mean beyond what they already do. I think okay. Disney does good stuff now. All right, I'm not. This is not to say that Disney's not doing enough. I just want to see Disney take that that step to do even more, and to really become part of that of that. Or, have- you know that that. That thing does it have to be about a single issue, or could it no? Be? It could be about okay. whatever you want. I mean, I'm picking the poaching thing because what if they, what if Disney ran 30 second spots on uh, Disney Channel or Disney Junior or what have you about the threat to animals? Okay, that that would satisfy me. All right. What if we had uh, pick a big Disney, uh, you know, somebody in the Disney Star that's on the payroll, you know? Uh, at, Right, with the Disney Channel people or whatever? No, even uh, Robert Downey Jr. Do a 30-second PSA on, you know, yeah, do a 30-second, you know, ad that they play on ABC during big shows. Right. That kind of thing, Mike. Okay. You know, something above and beyond, something that really gets out into the public because they can get out into the public quickly. True. And I don't think a movie does that, though I do like what the movie does. Um, However, we've had our qualms with those films as well right they're not perfect i mean yeah, yeah there's some issues yeah but anyway so that's my second More one and i know i'm not negative, gonna get but... i know i'm not gonna get it but that's what i want to eventually <laughs> see happen sooner or later i like the conservation fund that's great for the people on the ground i love that um but disney needs to use their you know and with zootopia coming out this year yep i mean there's not a better time there really isn't you got the the panda movie coming out this year. It's not a better time. So what's so what's your second? 
Dave, we did one. we did this one. Um, we did the Sunrise Safari a couple years ago or a year and a half ago, whatever it was now. I want to see a replacement. It's gone. It went bye-bye. And I would like to see them do something where a Sunrise Safari on the Kilimanjaro Safaris um, incorporate it with breakfast or whatever, but some sort of... Uh, event like that because I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. You're able to get on the safari, you took a slower ride than you did yeah, uh, than you do for the safari, you know, the actual Kilimanjaro safaris. You know, it's instead of taking 20 minutes it took, you know, 40 or whatever, you would stop at spots and you know, you have better I interaction agree. with the driver kind of thing. Um, I want to see them replace or bring back the Sunrise Safari. It doesn't have to be the same exact deal. It doesn't have to be something that's specific only to the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um but I would like to see that, even if it is takes place in the Animal Kingdom Lodge, where you go around the, the safaris there in the morning. Um, that would be my want for number my second medium one. I like that. All right, so I, I I would I would agree. I mean, we we we've we've talked about that event a lot, and it was fantastic. So I, I would definitely agree that it, I would love to keep it. Okay, so we're gonna move on to our big ones. Okay, we're gonna do the Animal Kingdom one first. All right, I might call notable on my uh, my Walt Disney World at large, like I did last year. You may have to go first on that one because that's I fine. I don't have that's one. That's fine. Yet. I got um, two ideas in my head. I'll decide by the time okay. I get there. So basically, what I want to do is extend the Maharaja Jungle Trek. Okay. Now the Maharajas, uh, this this land has been successful with tourists, obviously, and we are now going to. Um, Invest a little bit more money into what the tourists are here for, which is obviously the animals. Uh, and we're going to add an entire section in the back. We're going to walk through to the back part of the Maharaja Jungle Trek. When you say back, what do you mean? Uh, that I would say the furthest back is down past the tigers. It's okay. probably the furthest away from the gate you get, From if I remember the probably. layout of it. okay, Probably. Then we're going to get on the line there, and we're going to board the Maharaja Rail. I don't know how you can do a railroad. You can do however you want. But what I would like is sort of a slow-moving pseudo-omni-mover. Okay. okay. So rather than trucks or anything like that, you're going to have something that can pose as a railroad. So a railroad will work because that could be big and you can get a lot of people on a railroad. Um, but it would be an omni-mover thing. And then I'm thinking, Mike, along the lines of... You know, this the the family of the Maharajas are investing all of this money that they've made off the off these tourists into sort of a, a sanctuary almost for endangered animals. Okay. Or, you know, animals that could be considered endangered. And some of the ones that I have on my list are Asian elephants, um, orangutans, Indian rhinos, um, the sloth bear, sun bear. I'm talking about big animals so that when you're on a train and you, maybe you can even have the train be up on a berm looking down mm-hmm. on the animals, kind of like as if a monorail was going through it, right? And you would have a, you'd have a big animal in a big area so that it's not too difficult to spot and we don't have to stop the train to see it. We can just kind of come through it, Right. Tougher photography, but go ahead. Tougher, of course, but we're not about photography. I mean, it is for me, but um, you know, it's something for everybody to see and have a, a, these some some big, impressive animals. And of course, at the end, what will you find? Giant pandas. Oh, of course, right at the end. So now, I mean, other than go ahead. So now we have the pandas at the end of this. All of these people, everyone in the animal kingdom, will now flow through this, and before they see their pandas. They're going to see a list of some of them, uh, and up close and personal, to some very endangered species, vulnerable species from around the world, really, from Asia, uh, including, like we mentioned, the clouded leopard, um, the Asian lions, of which there's only maybe a few hundred left. Uh, yeah, but you can't really find them in zoos, though. Orangutans, there's a few. Orangutans. Orangutans, yeah. Right? But none of these... Are in the same area as pandas, giant pandas. No, no, no. The Maharajas have brought the animals oh, here to this great sanctuary. Okay. To see. That way, now you can see the pandas and you don't have to have all these people standing in front of you. So it's a great way to flow through the pandas. And while you're flowing through and getting your pictures and seeing and then going by your t shirt, you're also getting to see all about these old, these other animals. That, right. that you may not know as much about as the pandas because they're not as popular, not as cute, but they're just as endangered 
and they're just as important. The sun bear is a really cool looking animal. The sloth bear is a crazy looking animal. And that would be a really neat one. They're also pretty dangerous. Asian elephants are great to have in there. And obviously, sure. there's a great conservation story you can right. tell there. Um, you know, and, and Indian rhinos, um, Sumatran rhinos, of which there's only a few left as well. If they can get involved in the species survival plan for Sumatran rhinos, that would be gigantic. Well, there's only one zoo in the country that has them right now. That's what I mean. So let's make it two. Um, you know, and it's a, so that's, that's my feel. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to have pandas at the end. If you don't like the pandas, I understand. But that's what I would do just to use the popularity of the panda so that people just don't come in, go look at the pandas, and then walk around and don't see the rest of the park. And don't see the rest of Asia, really. And get the rest of the story. This way, you're getting the whole story. You're getting through seeing the tigers, the Sumatran tiger that's there, seeing the Komodo dragon. You're going through all that to get to your line to go and see the pandas at the other end of this thing. So so you're almost turning the tiger exhibit and the Komodo dragon exhibit almost into the queue for this. It could be. Almost. It could be if you're, I mean, that would take some, some engineering and architectural design that's above my pay grade. Right. Um, but yeah, it could be. It well, could be. It be? Uh, okay. All right. All right. I mean, I don't know how you would do it. I don't know how you would do it or what you would do. But yes, you can do something like that for sure. I think that'd be great. The only problem, uh, it's not really a problem. How great would it be to stand online with tigers running around while you're online? Sure. And I've always thought that uh, they should have added more animals, for example, to the Kilimanjaro Safari. I mean, maybe smaller ones, but uh, more animals. Yep. The, the list of animals you have there is, I mean, other than the pandas, is almost like the Jungle Book movie that's coming out. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I could see where that could be incorporated into. That'd be great. Sort of that. I have no problem with that. I, the only Except you see pandas the, at the end. The only problem I have, this is a tangent. Have you seen the commercial for the Jungle Book movie, the trailer? Yes. It looks good in terms no. of all the animals kind of look good, except for Baloo. I don't like Baloo the way it looks. looks like a grizzly bear, which does, it's not in. It doesn't look anything like a sloth bear, which is what it's based on. But other than that, it kind of looks all right. But anyway, for um, for whatever reason, and I and I can't say what it is, but that but when you have an entirely motion capture looking animated, right. I, I, that doesn't work for me. But if it's I, I've never good, seen a movie like that that I said, "Wow, this is great." Right, I love it. That. Works and it's well received, and well done. I'm just saying that that could be a precipitous to. Well, the Jungle Book could be that anyway, Mike. Right, the Jungle Book could be a big... If it's a big hit, I'm saying, yeah. maybe they'll say, you know, we should add some of these people, like orangutans and, sure. and stuff to sure. the, to the uh, T-shirts. animal kingdom kind of thing. Sure. So I could, you know, assuming that's a big hit, but it's so a big assumption. Could be the, like Mo- the Mowgli Railway or something yeah, like that? I, like I mean, I like, no, the idea. You know, I like the idea. So uh, what is... I, I'm not sold on the giant panda aspect of it, but other than that, I like it. I will forever bang that drum until I get pandas I at think, Disney's Animal Kingdom. All right, go ahead. What were you, you, you were going to say you were going to say something to me. No, I was going to say, are you ready? To, you know. Sure. So, I, and one of the things I would say is I think pandas would do better at Rafiki's Planet Watch. Okay. Get people out there, it could be sort of the star of Rafiki's Planet Watch, and it fits in terms of, you know, Planet Watch is supposed to be conservation and all that kind of stuff. But... My thing is actually Rafiki's Planet Watch, and I, I'd like to see kind of an overhaul of Rafiki's, and the idea I had, and there's plenty of space out there, is to build a, theater's not the right word, but a area where you have a cheetah show that they do at San Diego, they do it at Cincinnati, it's very popular, and you get to see these cheetahs running at full tilt, cool, in an arena kind of, um, you know, people are seated around this, this, you know, almost like a football field-looking thing. Um, and you get to see the cheetahs, you know, do some stuff, including really, like, chasing after lures and stuff like that. And one of the things about cheetahs, unlike many other animals, is they're very easily domesticated. Uh, for example... Uh, yeah, I've, no, I've read about that. I've yeah, that. the Persian shahs and stuff like that back yeah. in the medieval times you know, had hundreds of cheetahs in their uh, palaces and stuff. They were... You know, they would be easily domesticated. Yeah, they don't breed well, which never, which kept them from really being truly a pet in, the, in today's language. But um, I think a cheetah show and really get to see what these animals are like because the cheetahs you see now on the Kilimanjaro safaris, you're lucky if you ever see them. Yeah, they're off way in the back. It's probably the worst exhibit. On the Kilimanjaro Safari, I would agree. It's the most difficult to see. It's the most in the whole park. laid out for that particular animal, and I would love to see 
a cheetah show. And there's other things. Yeah. Like, I would like to see them redo Rafiki's to make it more of almost like the Epcot Pavilion dedicated to conservation. Um, you know, other things Great I've idea. thought of or it was almost like you don't see a night uh, exhibit, like nighttime animal exhibit. I'd love to see sort of like that kind of thing where you go in and you see some of the animals, smaller animals that come out at night. It's very dark inside. There are many zoos that have those kinds of ex- exhibits where the lights are turned bats down. And there's like black light. Yeah, there's vampire bats and owls and right. different kinds of snakes cool. and raccoons and, you know, all those kinds of All the stuff you're afraid of. Right. Um, I'd like to see that too. So, so redo yeah. Rafiki's, you know, if you put kind of like a cheetah show, which I think would be huge, if you do like kind of like a nighttime, and people would love to go see, you know, vampire bats and scorpions and that kind of stuff. Um, and, and if you, you're a little squeamish about that kind of stuff, you can always pass it up. I'm not forcing people to do it. But I think Rafiki's could use an overhaul and a couple, at least a couple of new things like that. I like it. I like it. I think, I think uh, I've always wanted to see that cheetah show. And I'm hoping this year to go to the San Diego Zoo um, as well and when I'm out in California. Be, so it's, I'm, it's I'm, one of the best in the, in the world. I'm, really. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to see that. That's a great idea. Now, um, should we move on to the. I can absolutely move on to the... Okay. You want me to do mine first? Yeah. I'm kind of zeroing in on what I want, but... Are, are you going to do anything Star Wars-ish? No. All right, so I'm going to do Star Wars then. Um, I was thinking about like an Epcot Pavilion, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Star Wars here. I'd love to see, and I know we're getting attractions, but I would love to see them somehow incorporate the technology that you have nowadays where... Um, you know, people are online and you know battling each other and all that kind of stuff. Incorporate that with the technology you have, like the sum of all thrills, so that you would have people in Tie Fighters and in X Wings, and you would battle each other. You'd have like ten minutes. You know, everybody's like in a little pods that look like X Wings and Tie Fighters, and it's all on a video screen, so you're not actually moving around but you actually battle other guests (laughs) and after each after each sort of battle some side wins you come out you know either the the dark side wins the light side wins and I would love to see them be able to incorporate that kind of interactive technology that we're getting now um, with stuff like some of all thrills where you can design your own roller coaster I mean you could actually drive it flip over and all that kind of stuff and and battle other guests uh, via some sort of internet technology that would be my wish for Walt Disney World I love it I love it I want to fly a TIE fighter right would you, you could, or, t- or an X-Wing and, and then you could like chase get right you back in chase you in an X-Wing <laughs> that's right exactly right and shoot down your robot <laughs> blow your robot up <laughs> with a awesome. near miss that'd be awesome I love it I love this idea alright I've got mine alright go ahead and it came from from your other choice which was Epcot okay I think that um it's pretty obvious that once we're done redoing Hollywood Studios, that Future World is absolutely next on the list. It is the it will after Hollywood Studios is done, it will be the worst area. Oh, easily in all of Disney World. It may be pretty close to that now when you think about it. We have, I mean, when you think about the pavilions that need to just be. There's there's three gigantic buildings that are essentially useless. There's the world of the the, the you know the Body Wars one. Okay, sure. The um, which is basically used for like the flower nothing. Garden I mean that is the most useless right, of them right, right, all. Right. There is the Ellen's Energy Adventure, which nobody likes. And, and well, I kind of like Ellen's. No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's <a> terrible attraction. <laughs> and 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 then there is um, imagination. Which is in desperate need of redemption. Yeah, people. I mean, yeah, it's, I agree. And since and since this is the year of Star Wars, and Star Wars is the story of redemption, it's time for a redemption at Imagination. Uh, what I want to see more than anything else. This was my backup choice, by the way. What I way. want to see more than anything else, and I have no idea what we would do. I'm not coming up with a plan. Uh, this is just my wish list. My wish is to see that the attraction at Journey into Imagination is going to be redone. Completely okay. redone. And my only thing I would want to know is that Figment and Dreamfinder right. are going to be part of it. We've talked a couple of times about um, some of the really, really successful 
comics that Marvel has released since Disney has purchased them. Um, and Marvel, for those of you who don't know, Marvel Comics has actually used a few of, and is continuing to expand on this, a few of Disney's attraction ideas mm-hmm. for um, miniseries comics. Uh, they've used Big Thunder Mountain, they're using the Haunted Mansion, uh, and they've also used Figment. Right. With two very successful miniseries. Did the second one end? Yeah, I think okay. it just did. Okay. Um, based on uh, Dreamfinder and Figment. And sort of the story of Dreamfinder, where he came from, what is that thing he's riding in the beginning of the original attraction? Um, you know, we we get, you know, we get that sort of whole backstory in these things. And there's a lot of ways these comics go. There's a lot of different consequences to not having an imagination. There's a lot of different because uh, I've read some most of them. Uh, there's a there's a, a lot of different. Uh, Characters that show up in the comics that can be brought in to a new attraction. Um, I'm not saying, obviously, that the world loves these comics and all want to see an attraction based on them. I'm just saying that Disney has already spent some time within their company fleshing out sort of ideas on how to build on Dreamfinder and Figment and really have a nice sort of library of ideas that they could use to work on this um but to me of all of the pavilions that desperately need help um some with more degrees than others of desperate i've never had any sort of attachment whatsoever to body wars or any sort of emotional attachment to the to the universe of energy um the the one that is on that list and there's others listen i think space i think uh spaceship earth needs a little help I think we can do. We can now get rid of the, um, you know, the floating garden that you the, 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 that you drive through in uh, in the land and do something different there. I think there's a lot of updates that you can make. There's a lot of changes that can be done. Um, but the one that really has the emotional pull every time I go to it is imagination because imagination was such a great attraction when it first opened. Sure. And for those of us who were there in the early 1980s, it was a big deal. And that's why Figment is still something that makes, you know, is still one of the subjects pulled. I mean, you think of all the ones, Mike, they didn't do Pirates of the Caribbean. They didn't do, (laughs) they they didn't do tons of E-Ticket. They didn't do a Soarin comic. They didn't do any, but they picked Figment. Right. Because they created a great, you know, endearing character there and he needs something worth more than what they have currently and a dvc lounge and a um and a theater with a film already available to those of us who have netflix right uh is just not enough and i just hope against all hope that sometime in 2016 I hear that lassiter has finally stepped in and said we need to make this something great we need to bring Figment back into the world mm-hmm. of our characters and back it onto the T-shirts and back the plush back out the door and remake this character into something that it was in the 1980s, which he was the only character in Disney, at, in Epcot at the time, and everybody and their mother bought something with sure. Epcot on <laughs> with, uh, with Figment on it, I mean. So I, I just that, that's the one thing that I would like to see. I wish I had time to remember to flesh out better ideas, but... Um, well, I would like. I don't want the old one just brought back. Sure, I'm never for that. But um, maybe the young Dreamfinder that you find in the—that's an excellent idea. In the in the uh, comics would be great for it. Uh, and like I said, some other characters that are in there. That's very kind of crazy in terms of sure. a lot of imagination involved with it. Yep. I'd like to see a meet and greet with uh, the older mm. Dreamfinder, like they used to have. That'd and be the, great. The yep. puppet Figment would be great. That would be great. I'd like to see them reopen the top for not just DVC people, but have a playground up there with the rainbow tunnel and all that kind of stuff. I would love to see all of that. I'd like to see them redo the ride. I'd like to see them use uh, and, and redo the theater, too. Go back to something. I mean, you hear... I mean, would you be opposed to an Inside Out-based movie attraction next to... My, my answer to this is probably predictable. No, I would not be, as long as it's not a 15-minute retelling of the movie. No, 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 but I mean, use the, the character, like your <laughs> yes. emotions and Bing Bong. Totally. You know, you know those kind of things. Totally. He was the, a figment of imagination. Absolutely. Bing Bong, he's a very, he kind of fits into the imagination idea. Of I haven't seen that movie. It's very good. Yeah. Um, it did very well, too, which is important for Disney. Uh, but I would like matters. to see them, you know, 
redo some of these pavilions Epcot and use maybe some of these. I mean, in today's day and age and the days of YouTube and all that kind of stuff, there are some scientists out there who are celebrities. Um, not just like Bill Nye the oh, Science Guy. Oh, now for sure. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil De- I mean, absolutely. how great would it be yep. if like they yep. just you know used him or you know brought him in to help redo Universe of Energy? Perfect. Or who's the Japanese American? Uh, oh, the Ka- guy. Kaku? Ka- yeah. Doctor Kaku? It's like K A K U or something. Somebody. Like that. Get, people are another guy. screaming at us. That's he's, another guy who's, a, old, who's a, everywhere now. Yeah, he's, he's a, almost like a, a, a oh, celebrity. Sure, he's really. a celebrity. He's on I mean, a bunch of TV shows. Even Bill Nye is still around, yep. and you know yep. he still does stuff. I mean, he'd be fine for for you know use them to redo some of these other some of these attractions. Too bad ABC doesn't own Big Bang Theory. You can have Sheldon Cooper do it. There you go. That'd actually be pretty funny. That would be great. Um, and they mentioned Disneyland about once a, once a season on that right, show. Right. <laughs> Is it an ABC show or not? It's a CBS show, no? I think it's a CBS I show. Know. I don't yeah. know. You're probably right. Um, Doesn't mean they can't license it. But use some of these you know, scientists who people can recognize. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson is the obvious obvious choice. Uh, you know, whether Other than Sheldon Cooper. You know, uh, you know, uh, narrating Spaceship Earth or Universe of Energy or doing something with Body Wars or doing something in Interventions, you know, that's, you know, science-based. Um, you know, use some of these guys and women. Um, I think that'd be a great idea. But yes, Imagination is... I'm not sure which I think is in more of a need for a refurb. Is it Imagination or Universe of Energy? I think it's a real toss-up. Everybody always talks about Imagination, but <clears throat> Universe of Energy is so dated. I think... I, I I might pick that one to redo. I mean, if I had, if I was Mr. Epcot, yeah, and they sat me down and said, "All right, we're gonna, we're gonna, what's the first pavilion we want to redo?" I might pick Universe of Energy. I, I would, if you're putting it on, if your if your scale is what needs the most work now, I would probably say, I mean, except for the one that's closed, um, ex, you know, yeah, the one that they that right, one, but sure, um, the, between those two, yeah, I mean, the Universe of Energy, I. I it's close. It's very close. They both I will still walk through the door into imagination and see that show, see, see that ride. I won't go to Alan's Energy Adventure anymore. I've had enough of that. I mean, it's just terrible. It's dated. It's not it's that dated. funny. It's dated. minutes. It's, it's uh, incredibly it. long. It's it's just, there's no charm to it at all. I, I just don't like it. Yeah. And um, but, but, but I think the thing, though, Mike, is what I mentioned before, is that imagination... Always had that much more, that much bigger draw, the bigger pull, pulled on the heartstrings. Sure. Nobody has, nobody looks at the universe of energy and goes, "Oh, they're not." Remember when it was t-shirts. wonderful, right? Exactly. They're exactly. making plenty of fake exactly. t-shirts. I understand. No, so I, understand. I think that's the only reason why I picked it is because it would have more of an impact. I think on the general I think that's public. Probably fair. And also, you can work with what you have there. You can work with the the the, the ride system, and you could you could fix what you have there. Universe of Energy is tough. Universe of Energy is just gonna have to blow it up and put a new one up. I guess. I mean, yeah. Before they blow it up, they'll they take out those dinosaurs and put them somewhere else. But other than that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they can do that. But uh, but but I would think if they really want to re- redo it and not just put in another forty-five minute movie, they're gonna need to redo it anyway. Is that it? Yeah, I guess so. I think I'm in position to win here. <laughs> anyway, that's it for our show. Our uh, our New Year's shows are done. It took a little bit longer than we had thought, uh, but they are finally finished. Uh, we will get to a news-only show next week um, as we're, we've are got a lot to discuss and a lot of different news items to go through. Uh, so we're so just doing news-only. News-only. The next show is going to be world news and local news. And no feature. No feature. And then the one after that is just a feature? We'll see. I see. I'm fleshing out ideas right. on how to rework this podcast. Okay. To freshen it up a bit. I'm afraid people may get fatigue. We just got a bunch of new good reviews on Amazon, on uh, iTunes. Yeah, it's because I've been very positive recently. Yeah, uh, it's true, that's Mike. True. I mean, I gushed over Star Wars, for God's sake. That's true. <laughs> people like when you're positive about Disney. They don't want to hear the bad parts. We still haven't done the... Uh, Star Wars. No, my Are we gonna do that, ideas. or is that gonna be the lost episode that I'll never see the my light of Great day? ideas. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we will do that if I can find my notes. Maybe we'll we go back. Throw that in at the next episode, just like for ten minutes. Yeah. Just throw out what our ideas were going to be. That's probably a good idea. So maybe we won't do a news only next. We'll see. You're 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 inside the mind of the creative team yes. here. So anyway. <laughs> 
Don't forget to uh, rate the show. On Mike, Mike said leave a review on iTunes. That certainly helps. If you want to get in touch with us, Mike can be found on Twitter at Jombo Everyone. I can be found on at, at Radio Harambe. You can also email me at JomboEveryone at gmail.com. Either one of those ways I will get the message. Um, so for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Kwaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. Now, Ata melele. Ata melele.